Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Potting through an incomplete game week twenty eight, looking ahead to game week twenty nine. What's up, dude? Um, just chilling, you know. Another day, another red arrow. Another day, another red arrow. We'll see if St- what Sterling does for you. I have some guys. How'd you do otherwise? I'm sat right now on forty five points with Kyle of Walkers and Raz to go. Um, you know, feels okay. Actually, happy to have brought Mares in, even though he only got two points. He looked very threatening and back to his old self so I feel like points will be there with him and the Robertson assist was just incredibly huge for me (laughs) for those not following at home Walsh closes computer like exit slack doesn't text me back etc after the Mane miss and then what five minutes later Robbo to Mane Walsh was back yeah I didn't see it I didn't see it live I shut my tv off too I texted you like 10 times in all caps yeah I heard my phone start dinging and I looked and you I was like oh my god is this real is this real and then I opened the page and I was like it's real Mane god it's but the thing is so frustrating about Mane I mean the goal was fantastic obviously it was so big but I'm still just like, how many points will I lose every game between him and not having Firmino? Firmino. So this week it was minus one. Over the last like month of me having Mane instead of Firmino, it's probably been closer to minus 20. So Yeah, at least know. 20. But Captain Mo, dude. Mo is so good. Oh, and God, Kane, that goal was just backbreaking from a Palace fan perspective. But, you know, it wasn't in doubt. Also Harold from a Captain Mo return. perspective, backbreaking, though. Because that, yeah, just yeah. those points. He was the only other guy captained Kane. So you would have gained a lot more. Yeah, I, I would be on a green right now going into the Thursday game for sure if Kane only got two points. I mean, I only went down like 4K. I'm at 51K, but. It's just kind of echoing from last pot. It just feels so hard to get greens and like do good because everyone has the only guys on my team who do well are like Salah and guys that everyone else has. So it's just like fuck. and then Mane who doesn't even do as well yeah. as Firmino, who's now like yeah. one of the highest owned players in the game. I think he's yeah. the highest owned forward in the top ten k, even above Kane. Yeah, he was at like seventy wow. something percent last. Last like at okay. the beginning of the game week. Last time. Okay. So how are you, how are you doing right now? Well, so wait. So your transfers were good at least. Bilva and Bones. Well, out yeah, they were looking really, really bad after Liverpool conceded, and at that point, Dunk, who I would have played, still was on on pace for the, for the clean sheet. Yeah, dunk, but instead, could dunk he's be fooled by Dunk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the own goal. So I mean that I need Sterling to play more than normal because I have Dunk zero coming off. Meanwhile, I'll fucking. Quainer and Stevens both got five points behind Dunk, so I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, Mares, and we'll see what Bilva does. I, I don't think he'll play, but I guess he could start. He I don't play. know. Sonny, know. He could, yeah, you never know. So it still depends on what Bilva does. But overall, I'm looking at probably being like net neutral because I would have had zero and Bilva versus eight from Mares and Rabo combined. Minus four is four, so maybe a little bit, a little, a little plus. I, I guess you're. Yeah, but you would have had the five off the bench probably if you kept Jones also. Well, I would have played Bilva, so he probably would have. Saw, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, fuck yeah. Him, it's fuck about me. neutral, but it's good to not have those guys going forward. And I completely yeah, 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 agree yeah. with you on Mares. Like he looked so good. His stats were fucking amazing. And I was looking at their fixtures more because I don't know. It's like the time <laughs> to look ahead to with the blank and everything. And if you're free hitting in game week thirty one, like we are. Mara's his fixtures are a complete joke because it's just it's home Bournemouth at West Brom blank that's when we're free hitting at Brighton home Newcastle then a double with probably Burnley and Arsenal which is good nowadays home Southampton at Palace home West Ham and they have one tough game in this game week 38. Yeah, the thing that I was really... I mean, I woke up at 4 in the morning to watch that game because I'm an absolute psychopath. <laughs> but the, the thing that was really rammed home to me from that game is that Vardy is just 
a bad option. I, I don't know how he's been getting points, but I, I mean, Mars wasn't in the team, but he was just bad. He wasn't so uninvolved in everything they were doing. And it also kind of speaks to the deficiencies of Leicester as from an FPL investment standpoint that, you know, their defense, while very affordable, is not great. It's not and, good at all. Yeah. So it's, it's like worse than investing. Investing in them would be purely fixture based, and they'd have to like pull a Bournemouth to run into a clean sheet because they leak a goal at least like every game, no matter who they play. It seems like so. Mares though just was so good, and so I, he good. could have had a sixteen pointer, like two goals and an assist on another day. Yeah, and yeah, he, that, he Butlin looks, made that one world he save on him. Yeah, and he had a couple other really good pops, and he had a couple assist opportunities. I remember if I'm yeah. remembering yeah, correctly, yeah, but. Even though the fixtures are really good, I don't think I would want anyone more than Mares. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I, I feel like someone like Albrighton is a shout for like a fifth mid spot or something like that. Like if you just need yeah. an enabler or something. But yeah. I just feel like his points potential is capped at like five. Yeah. Like, is ba- he really getting more low. than an assist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good Mar- point. Yeah, Mar- I, mean, yeah I, I agree. I mean, I we've talked about Vardy. Because he's been scoring every week somehow, but uh, neither of us could convince ourselves to, that he's a real option. He did, yeah. He just gets like one chance a game. It's just like yeah. if he scores yeah. it, he scores it. If not, blank auto blank. Yeah, he's just it's it's like back in the day when he was gold when they still had like you know when they had a, what the fuck Ranieri and shit in their title winning season. All their entire game plan of scoring a goal was to try and figure out a way to get Mars in behind. And now they're trying to play more like possession and Vardy. work it around. Yeah. yeah, Vardy. I don't know what I just said. And they're like working around, playing more complete game and shifting play and blah, 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 trying to be like a mid-table team instead of just playing on the counter for 100% of their games. And it's really reflected badly on Vardy from an FPL standpoint to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just think he's a bad pick. Like I don't think doubling with him and Mares, even with the good fixtures, is smart because and again, if if Vardy was like seven, I'd be like, sure, yeah, that's good. But he's like still kind of expensive, you know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. How about you? What about your week, dude? Um, Enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm on I'm on forty right now. I saved my transfer, so well, it's really forty five though. Yeah, it's forty five because I saved, so I still have Bones Jones in, and he'll get auto sub for Quainer. So forty five, not bad. I'm down 15k, but again, that's without Coiners five, and I still have three city guys. But who knows which which ones of them will play? So yeah, I mean, Laporte, it could be three or zero. It could be three or zero. Actually, it's Laporte. Sterling, I mean, how nervous are you from zero to ten on Jesus starting over Aguero? I mean, I'm just ten across the board with all three of them. <laughs> okay, it's like all of them added together is ten. I'm and not that's, ten that's on that's any Laporte, individual. That's Laporte, Sterling, and Aguero for you. Yeah, so it's, it's not- just. It's yeah. just then like company starts and scores in the <laughs> FA Cup. It's just like I don't know what's happening anymore. But I feel pretty decent with forty five. Um The Kane t- goal was so big for you. I mean, it's the biggest thing ever. I captain yeah. Kane. I went for the ceiling play. He got the chances that he needed for a fucking hat trick, but he just fucked everything up and that's why he got no bonus points. He missed everything. He was uh Pretty fucking bad. Um, looks like I'll probably go through in the cup. Ben Arfe would need seven or more from Monreal <laughs> to. Is he, he's hurt, isn't he? He's yeah. He's yellow flagged, and it's against City, so that should be good for me. But you never know. But um, yeah, I had some good with Shaq again, like just worldies outside the box for fun, like. Ah, man, since Lambert's come in, his stats have just been crazy, and he's obviously been returning like crazy. And then I have the bad, which is like Son, who... Yeah, Son bench was bad for him. Yeah, didn't start, plays 10 minutes. Yeah, I have no idea what they're even going to do. Like, they have Rockdale, Rochdale tomorrow. No, and, Rockdale. Yeah, I mean, Rockdale for us, <laughs> Rochdale for Brits. I don't even know. Um, and then they have fucking game on the weekend, and they have Champions League. Like I don't know where Sun fits in. Um, so that feels well, good news is you really have two bad. frees, so that's probably somewhere you need to address. Yeah, the, that's the best news is that I have two frees. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I think I'm okay. I think I'll be around neutral, and if I have upside for a Green Arrow, if like my guys start and return, 
but yep. you know, I don't think I have that big of a downside coming. Okay. Um, let me shout out the as of right now February winner of the FMLFL Prize League Mug League. Right now, it's David Jaysman, but he has no City or Arsenal players and is getting nothing from the bench, so probably won't be him. In second is Colin Bothwell, two points behind him. He has Ramsey and Kuhn. And then in third, also a shout to win, and his longtime friend of the pod, Isle of Nabumbu, three points off the pace, only Sterling left, but if Sterling doesn't play, he gets Quainer. Which is okay. five, very so tight. It's very really tight. tight, but I think it'll be one of those three for sure. And is that? And did you check the hits for a few game weeks ago? Didn't check the hits. I never check yeah, the hits yeah. until it's actual <laughs> prize time. So there's even okay. more suspense in there, honestly. Okay. All right. Um, and then shout out the uh, top of the public league leader before City and Arsenal, John Arne Gulholm, aka Gulholm FC. Good job by you. Okay. Um. All right. So let's dive in. What? What? Anything you want to start with? I think Spurs is kind of an interesting place to go. Okay. Um, just because you know we shouted last week about how they have some pretty nice fixtures coming up. And on the, on the opposite side, I mean, you're just mentioning they have other competitions that they're still focused on, but their next three are home Huddersfield at Bournemouth, home Newcastle. So I mean, they could score four in all those games. Um. The, Problem to me is like besides Kane, I think we've been sleeping on Davis for a long time. He came in, he yeah. he should have had an assist that game. He's Rose is not getting anywhere near the team. Clearly, Pochettino fucking hates the shit out of him. But I think Davis is just fantastic. And people got Vertonghen to be oh. safe, and then he has an ankle knock. That's, I feel so bad. For yeah, anyone someone tweeted in they got Vert over Davis because of us, and I was like, dude, you just got fucked. Like it wasn't yeah, even a bad pick. Like you just got totally fucked. Yeah, there's, but Davis seems like he's a really good shout. What do you think of the midfield? Like, do you think that it's time for Erickson or Ollie? I mean, Erickson got an assist off a of fucking corner kick. Well, hold on. I want to talk about Bavis. Like, Jabron wrote in about Bavis. He said, Bavis in. He hasn't been rotated at all. Rose is pretty crap, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) I'm still scared. Like, I think, obviously, people who have had Bavis have been hauling their lives away since game week 22. His points return have been, you know, back to the beginning of the season. Like, just absurdly good points return. But just, like, with all of these matches in succession, like, there's... And and with their easy fixtures in the prem, like home Huddersfield, you can rest Davis and feel fine, and save him for Juve, which is the fucking huge mammoth game for them, you know. So I'm still like a little scared. I I understand Rose hasn't started in a fucking really long time, but I just feel like if there's ever a time for rotation, it's right now, and this is when everyone's bringing him in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, that's a valid concern just because Pochettino's shown the propensity to rotate the fullbacks. But, yeah. I mean, we're on eight straight league starts for Davis, and he's starting also in other competitions. Yeah, It's not like he was riding him like a horse at the beginning of the season. He missed a, a very decent amount of games um, you yeah. know, throughout the fall and winter. So it's not as though he's really tired. There is a lot of running in his position, fair. But I think at this point of the season when... Clean sheets are so unpredictable, as we've been seeing the last few game weeks. When you look at his points return, I mean, he's on 7, 12, 1, 6, 8, 6, 2, 6, 0, 7. It's crazy. It's just, you know, that you can't ask for anything more than that. And he's not 6, 5, he's not 7, he's like 5, 8. The upside's there, right? Vertonghen. The upside is absolutely there, and Spurs are the only team keeping cleans. At this point in the season, so yeah, somehow, and I mean, I, he I had agree three double-digit balls in the beginning of the season. Like, yeah, it's he's just the pick. It's just like going back to last week's pod. The reason we were pushing Vert instead of Bavis is just because of that slight risk. <laughs> and now, obviously, both of the Belgians are hurt. So, fuck. There's no one who's like really safe, I guess, except Hugo. But. Yeah, I mean, it. It the upside's there. If you have a bench, it's good. I'm just kind of wanted to warn people because Pacha's no, done this to us before. Yeah, I mean, if Rose plays in three game weeks and Bavis is on the bench, just know that that's a possibility. But at the same time, yeah, none of us really have one or two non-playing defenders. I feel like every single team I see has a full five defenders. So yeah, yeah. 
I mean, unless if you're really at risk, if you have like a three nine guy, then maybe don't get him. But if you have two guys on the bench, yeah, like you know, you're gonna maybe get one good fixture, decent fixture from them, and maybe you get Jammy clean sheet off the bench or something. But at worst, you get two points. I just think that the juice is worth the squeeze there, and I've kind of oh. I've come full circle. If Vertonghen played and just got you know six, maybe I would still be pushing Vert, and that's possible. But you know, Davis just looks so good attacking, and he was so close to bonus points. He should have had an assist. If he gets an assist, he's going to get. It's not, basically a six point assist. Yeah, yeah, because they're not scoring four anymore because they're fucking bad. So you know, they're scoring probably two capped a game, maybe three. I just said that they could score four in the next three, but yeah, we can, I don't know we can disregard about. that. But, juice, know, but the juice is still worth the squeeze. I like that expression a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. fuck, dude. It's just it's one of those fallacies where I feel like I've missed all of his points and I'm going to bring him in and he's going to play one minute for one point, which he's done three times this season. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's like, just what the, the fuck other is thing. that three times? Yeah, one minute. Times, he's he's he does. Potch does not have him on his team. No, on his FPL team, clearly not. But the other thing is that we're looking at is like, do you, like, do we even want six million defenders anymore? Because there are no clean sheets. We've been on the last four Spurs. or five game weeks. There are just no clean sheets. But so. Spurs, Spurs are though. They're the only Spurs team. are. Yeah, they are. They are. They have, they have four in the last. I mean, yeah, three yeah. in the last four. Yeah. Four in the yeah. last six. Like they're yeah, cleaning. So, all right, enough about that. that. Was too much baby song. But what about the midfield? Because that's that's interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I I shouted Erickson. I don't know if it was on the pod or if it was in Slack. And I'm like a big time Erickson hater, and he was awful against Palace, as he often is. But he still comes away with six points. Like he just has all of these things that kind of pad his FPL points potential, and. He so consistently delivers good balls on the indirect freeze, the direct freeze, and the corners that just in these games where I, I agree with you, they have potential to score like three or four in all of these fixtures, their next three. He's just going to get points. Like he just, there. it's very hard to imagine a world where he's not returning regularly in these three fixtures, in my opinion. Yeah, I, you know, something interesting I was thinking because people on Slack were starting to talk more about Ericsson, the, the good fixtures and blah, blah, blah. But I was thinking about our preseason pod and then even like preseason pod last year is that every single year, Ericsson is sat right now fourth overall midfield standings That's of crazy. points. Every single year, he's like top five. Top and five, yeah, every time. It's the same kind of thing with someone like Hazard and De Bruyne where. Yeah. We try to catch the form, like form in a bottle, and we bring them in for a short window, and then they have tough fixtures, and then we rejigger, and then blah blah blah. But there are players like I think that 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 trio Hazard, Erickson, and De Bruyne. That I mean, Salah's new, and Raz is like out of his mind this year. But those three players, no matter how they look in a given game week, if you just keep them and don't fuck around on your transfers. They will get you points. I mean, Hazard sat right now right behind Erickson, one point behind in the standings. Granted, he's a lot more expensive, but he's, again, he just went on a run of games with getting points after everyone had him. He blanked for four or five game weeks. Everyone got rid of him, and now he started returning again. Happens every single year. We talk about it every fucking day of our lives. And it's just the kind of thing with Erickson is like, is it even worth bringing him in and out, or is it like should we have a different view on our midfield positions and just like get the few guys and just leave them there? Yeah, I mean, why, why wouldn't you just get Erickson now and hold him for the rest of the season? I can't come up with one single argument against that. Yeah, I don't like, and that's like I have Mane, and I'm like, oh, Mane's hat trick potential every game, but. He doesn't, he doesn't get the same amount of points as Erickson. Right. No matter how bad. Er- I mean, Erickson was so bad for 90 minutes against a B Palace side who were yeah, awful. A, with a players worse than who I didn't even fucking. Palisade. Yeah, like I don't even know who the fuck was in our defense. Like our w- team was Wakaka, a joke. Whatever, the right back. Yeah, it was a joke. And he looked awful. And he just walks away with six points for fun. And like you mentioned, he has so many things with his indirect free kicks and. When he isn't like that bad, normally an assist is bonus points. Like he's just like good. It just feels bad to have him because it's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun, fun to have him. It's not. It's also not fun to have really anyone for like 
the whole season. You know, unless they're mm-hmm. like Salah and they're fucking breaking records. You know, it's like yeah. I love swapping. Like transfers are fun. We get them every week. Like yeah, I want yeah. the new guys. Also, explosions are really fun. You know, like yeah, yeah. you can Erickson and Mane could average the same score in the next five game weeks, but Mane could have one like twenty five pointer <laughs> and then blanks, and Erickson could just be six every week. Yeah, and it feels like Mane is the better pick because yeah. you're just like no, yeah. that week totally. you just fucking fly, you know? Totally. But it's but the I, same point. Yeah, I mean, I think Erickson is very viable. Yeah, um, I think I've he's come a great around because people started talking about him. And I'm like, what am I missing? Like, why are we talking about Erickson again? I'm just like looking at his history this season, just looking at what he's up to normally, and it's just he has so many avenues for points, and Erickson's gonna be good, and he's been good all year. Yeah, he he goes through his blank periods, five or six games in a row, he'll blank, and then it's just return, return, return. return. Yeah, all right. Spurs, Ollie's horrible. Spurs no, Ollie, forget. Don't talk. We're not talking. Yeah, about I mean, if we're gonna talk about Spurs midfield, there's really one guy that we're talking about, and that's Erickson. Yeah. Son, it's so just, it it's just not. I don't know. No, Son, you got you. You can't hold Son at this yeah, point. Yeah, probably just, have to just get rid. Yeah, especially because it wasn't even. Lucas, who played for him, it was Lamella. Like, there are two players threatening a spot. Like, there's one spot for three players, basically. It's still very tempting to give him one more week, though, I have to admit. Yeah, I just, I don't With think home it's... Huddersfield, it's just like, fuck. That's the best know, picture just... in the league on paper, you know? Yeah, it's just the risk is high. The I, risk we'll is have to super see. high. We'll have to see. Yeah. The, it doesn't feel that We'll great, see who but... starts tomorrow, also. Yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a good indicator. Yeah, definitely. Where else do you want to go? Well, so. Just on the note of Spurs, this is kind of like a broad theoretical thing, but Frederick on Facebook said, it seems the PL teams are reaching further in the Champions League and Europa League than ever before. How will it affect our picks from the top sides? Who's less likely to be rotated? And are there any picks from other teams that you recommend? So Mars is the first one that comes to mind, but just on the rotation and stuff, like I was kind of, I couldn't stop myself from thinking about that all day when I was like thinking about the pod and and listening to other footy pods and stuff and it's just I mean like from FPL perspective we want nothing more than like Spurs to get knocked out of Champions League (laughs) because that'll just cut out any chance of rotation but then you look at teams like Liverpool they're in a pretty good spot to make top four which is the only realistic goal for the league and they're definitely going to get through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Klopp has rotated like fuck in in prior years, you know. So that's a huge red flag for Liverpool players. I want to cut you off there. Yeah. It's something about Klopp though that was really interesting to me is that he said in a press conference recently that he rotated his team like fuck in the winter for this time yeah. so that he could ride his best players. Interesting. So, yeah. And that's been working. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he has not rotated the front three in the last like month at all. Yeah, yeah. The, that front three has not been rotated a little bit at all. So I think it's one of those where when the fixture pile up is in in the winter months, when there are a lot of league fixtures and a lot of group UCL fixtures, yeah, that's when the managers have to rotate. When we're at the latter stages of the UCL now, and we're also in the nuts and bolts of the really like the top four race, yeah, I don't feel like rotation is as as rife as it is. When we were looking at it in November and December in those months, so I'm really not ro- not worried about it at all. I think City is an interesting case just because they have the league locked up. Yeah, so, their league games. You know, there could be the. I mean, they also have this quarterfinal, the, the tie getting into the quarterfinals locked up as well. So, I mean, we'll have to see when they play the quarters, like the how those games mat line up with their league games. Maybe they'll he'll take a couple guys off and play a couple of B teamers for a league game. There, but I just don't think that it's going to be happening as much that it should really influence who we bring in right Interesting. now. Okay, yeah, no, because I, when I look at the like the quarterfinal Champions League schedule and I think about Liverpool and it's like they're going to play a first leg in between game week thirty two and thirty three, second leg in between thirty three and thirty four. By the time we're there, the top four might be like done and dusted. There's a decent chance that it's just the top four that is right now yeah. just have a stranglehold well, on yeah. it and then it's like I don't know why not well, the rotate? other th- the, the other thing is also I guess I, I didn't I'm remembering this now that you're mentioning is like game week 34 and we have double game week so 
I mean, if there's going to be double game week situations where there's going to be a midweek and a weekend in the league, and then there's going to be a Champions League, so yeah. that, that could be got hairy. Yeah, so we'll definitely. have to look at that schedule specifically when it happens and try to work around it. So maybe when we start doing more double game week potting for our wild cards and stuff, we'll have a better picture of when the games are going to fall. That I could see as being an issue. Yeah. But for and right then, now, it's just, you know, get the good guys. Well, and then, so then, like, kind of piggybacking off that, you have Arsenal, who... At this point, they're eight points behind Chelsea in fifth, ten points behind Spurs in fourth. With and they a, drew Milan. With a game in hand of City, so fuck that, you know? And then, they, yeah, they drew Milan, which is, realistically, they have nothing to play for other than Europa League. Correct. So we talked last pod about, like, yeah, Triple Arsenal, they have incredible fixtures, like, they usually end the season strong, like these guys could score goals against anyone, blah, blah, blah. But at what point does Europa just come before the league? Because I th- yeah, I the think league the point is meaningless. Is now. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're totally out of the top four picture, I think. And I mean, they're going to get zero points against City. And the other thing is that what well, we didn't have the information from last spot was, I mean, that, that final against City was just, they're such thrashing. a mess. I mean, they're just a mess. That was a so. thrashing. It's a kind of thing like, it's, I don't know how to articulate this. It's kind of one of those where we have the last couple of years in our mind of Arsenal of them being able to figure it out against the bad teams, and they usually put those three points up on the board, and they're usually bad against the top teams. But they get enough good, they get enough points against the bad teams to be in the top four consideration. This year, we have a lot of a lot of teams are just better in general, better than Arsenal. So Arsenal also this season, especially with their away record, they haven't really shown us anything that they're going to all of a sudden snap back and just like beat teams 3 0 and, and coast against the Burnleys and the Brightons and West Ham's of the world. So it's kind of like if we buy Arsenal, we're really putting a lot of faith into past performance, but like not this year, like last year's performance. <laughs> yeah, or same two with the years players ago. too. The players yeah, and the players themselves. too. So it's kind of, it's a little bit illogical because we don't have good information to really base our decision to buy Arsenal players based on what they've been showing us recently, based on what they've been showing us this season. So it would be a very big leap of faith, very high risk, high reward, but I'm I'm flip-flopping a little bit from where we were last week where I was looking at like Aubameyang and things like that and it's just the other issue is that their their players are all very expensive so like I don't want Ozil over like Mane you know so it's yeah. a, I don't or I don't Erickson. want Aubameyang I mean even like fucking Lukaku I don't know I have no I don't know I'd rather have I, Lukaku I, than Aubameyang yeah. yeah I just Arsenal just they would have to show me like two straight or three straight games against bad teams with one or two away games in there of looking good for me to really look into buying their players. Yeah, and that's basically what the I'm getting difference to. between last week and this week. That's like yes. to me when I was thinking about Arsenal earlier today that they were like one of the big like shifters in my mind because like yeah. we could see Wenger and I think it would be the correct thing to do do what Mourinho did last year and do what he was doing earlier in the year with playing a B team in Europa and just flip-flop that and just play a fucking kids in the league they're not even selling out they didn't even sell out the city game at home like they're they're fans don't give a fuck like give give the kids in the league it doesn't matter you're not going to make top four there's no difference in like barely a difference between finishing like whatever sixth or seventh or whatever, and try and win the fucking Europa because that'll put you in Champions League. That's the only thing that matters. That's the only way you'll keep on to your the guys you want to keep on, like hold on to and, you know, everything. So I don't know. Long's good. Listen, I mean, it's just, it's kind of... It was of, a bad draw, bad draw for Arsenal. Yeah, Milan, who are in yeah. form. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. Enough Arscast. Where else are we? Where else are we chatting? I mean, there were, what were there, like, 11 or 12 clean sheets. Should we talk about how many good defenses there are? God. There are actually two, right? Two. Yeah, Watford, great defense. Mariapa flying. Jabroni Els, favorite player in the world. Who? Jabroni Ellsbury. Oh, yeah, true. Well, also, uh, when I think of Mariapa, I think of Marsali. I feel like she's had him all season. Oh, yeah, of course. Olympique. Yeah. I mean... Fuck, I don't Def- know. There's defense, no- I don't know. Yeah, Spurs. I mean, that goes back to why we started yeah. with Spurs yeah, 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 in a yeah. way, because they're Burnley, actually dude. good. I, Burnley's propensity to let in one goal a game is Burnley. just 
doing my head. It's very Spursy of them. Yeah, it is very Spursy of them. Of them. Interesting. Uh, Joseph um, Botiga said, "What the fuck to do with Alonso?" Speaking of defense and defenders. So I mean, Alonso looked phenomenal against United. He was back to his double-digit haul like form to me from what yeah. I was seeing. He was in the box. He was taking. He must have had four shot attempts. I'm not pulling the stats up because fuck that. But he looked great, and he's expensive. And but he looked great for Barca too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good point. Um, he's expensive, but the blanks coming in 31. We still have. He has one bad fixture before the blank. Then he has home palace, which is basically a minimum six pointer. <laughs> I, I, I. Think it's going to be a very strange one. If I get, I think I'm not going to get rid of him for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, fair. I mean the fixtures after the blank that you know they have Spurs, but then they have like West Ham, Southampton, Huddersfield, Swansea, Newcastle. Like they have a lot of good fixtures still to come, and certainly you're not buying him right now. But he's going to be in probably every single wild card team after the blank. Yeah, for West Ham double and 34 Huddersfield, yeah. Swansea. Yeah, yeah. So. He's again. I mean, he could have had a goal this week, this weekend against United. And an assist. And, Murata hit the bar on that volley. Yeah, cross, right, right, right. Good yeah. point. And and he's on direct freeze on the left side, which is all. And they're not like he shoots him over the bar like his name's Paul Pogba. They're always like a threatening shot. So he's got ways to score, and he looked really good again. He got a little break, and I feel fine with Alonzo. I really do. I I feel great with him. Yeah, I think he's a good pick too. The only thing that. I kind of fear with Chelsea is like it, I, I kind of have a weird feeling the wheels are going to come off from Chelsea. Like I just, just don't know if that's possible because they have so much quality. They have so much quality, but they have at City, and soon they're playing Spurs. And if they lose those matches, they're completely out of the top four. They're definitely see how not they do favored to move on against Barcelona. But let's see. Like maybe they pull that out of their fucking asshole. Yeah, if they pull and they that lose out, to then City and they'll Spurs focus on Champions fine. League, and that'll be all to play for yeah. for them and whatever. But there's a chance that like four weeks from now they have absolutely nothing to play for, and Conte is probably leaving. You know, and it's just like fuck. I, I don't. I don't agree. I don't think if they get three points from their next three league fixtures that they have nothing to play for, just because their run is so good that they could win the rest of their games. Yeah, it's just going to be a lot to leapfrog. No, it Spurs. definitely, but I mean, it's it's for fourth, right? So I mean, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, I okay. but again, Alonso. I think I feel very confident holding him, but I would not buy him. I mean, he's just expensive, and they have a couple bad fixtures in a blank, so that's dumb. What about Willian? I mean, is he still start? Is he starting? I don't know. I don't know what what's up with him. I mean, he started and scored versus United. Yeah, but it's just I don't want like and a he not was nailed incredible versus Barcelona. Like the fact that I feel like Conte's had a very difficult time all season picking his team. Like he's playing Bakayoko, now Drinkwater's coming in. He played Barkley a couple games. He's playing Giroud. He's playing fucking Murata. He's playing Hazard false nine. He just, I, Pedro starts sometimes. I, they don't have a settled 11 other than really the defense. And I just don't like buying their attack other than Hazard just because there's uncertainty. And just like with Arsenal, I guess William's kind of cheaper, but he's yeah, not cheap. Yeah, he's cheap. He's 6'8. Six, is he really six? I yeah, seven, seven. I, I'm okay. kind of into William to be honest. I okay, mean, like, why? I mean, I've been sleeping on Chelsea attacks so much just yeah, because they're bad. I haven't been looking they're there. Mostly but, bad. So, what do you see in William that well, you'd, so you'd, you'd to me on? like a big turning point in their season was when Bakayoko just left and got knocked and whatever. And he's been bad all year, in our opinion. Like we've talked about him negatively all year, and that was the time when they went back to last season's formation with just two central midfielders and three up top. And William's been really fucking good. I mean, like, there's no chance he doesn't start against Barcelona again. He fucking hit the post twice and scored. And then he scored a really good goal against United, too. And when they play three up top, I think... Well, Hazard's obviously nailed no matter what formation. But when they play three up top, I think he really likes William's pace and width. And he's been returning the favor with really, really good performances. And yeah, like he's six eight, like there was a reason we were all on him at the beginning of the season. You know, we thought he was gonna be nailed and really good and I don't know. I mean he, he's been really fucking good. I think he could be like a little little differential guy for a little run. Yeah, it's just the tough thing, like he started against United but he didn't start the previous three games. You know, I just I could I think it's a it's a high risk, high reward type thing. Yeah, it is a high and, risk. Yeah. 
at six eight, I mean, would you not want to get someone like Shakiri, who you know is going to be playing nine or, every or week, Arnie. Or even less? Or yeah, Arnie. I mean, yeah, that's that's where it comes down that's to. Fair. To me, what it comes down to. But to maybe me. It, it, if Willian nails himself, maybe he's another name that we all wild card in. Thousand percent. If if he plays the next three games in the league and he's like playing well, he's going to be in every wild card team. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Arnie is a good guy. Arnie just looked so fucking good. He was against Liverpool. Liverpool. I couldn't believe Hit that. Hit the he posts, played. like yeah. God. Yeah, he's I another just, guy. He has really, really good fixtures: twenty nine, thirty, and thirty two. So if you're free hitting in thirty one, he's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's the one thing that's so troublesome to me about it is that when Arnie got at, when he was hurt and he missed those couple games and Chikorito was playing, it's just like they're so much better with Arnie at nine. Like they just he's better than Chikorito at the position anyway, and he like does more things. Chikorito's yeah. just fucking poaching, and he's good poaching when he plays for United with like ten other fantastic players on the team. But when he's poaching on a shitty ass fuck team like West Ham, he's just ineffectual. Yeah. Arnie and if the ball is so doesn't, much better. He's so much better. Like if the ball doesn't just fall to Chikorito's feet or the goalie doesn't parry it right into his pathway, he's not making a goal. Like he's never making a goal. Yeah. So if it's just, I just worry that he's going to keep playing Chikorito. But Arnie's come back in. You know, like he scored against Watford. He played up top against Liverpool. I think Moyes realizes that that was their best run of the season was because yeah. Arnie's been their best player in the season. You know, since he's gotten there. So yeah, I, I so look just at their two, fixtures two games and, ago. and they're really, really good. And then you know, Chelsea in thirty three is obviously bad, but then. A double in thirty four, you know, like I, I feel like Arnie's a really good guy to get. Yeah, I mean he's really good, and I mean, but like two games ago against Watford, they won two nil. Chikorito and Arnie both scored, but yeah. Chikorito started, so like that's yeah, yeah. where I'm just like, you know, and Chikorito had a good. Is it Chikorito or fucking? Chikorito? You always say Chick, and I always say Cheech. I wish his name was just something else. Like just call him fucking, Little P. I wish it was just like Alvarez or something. Just a generic, yeah, just Jose. Mexican. Just a Mexican name that's not confusing. Well, you could call him Hernandez. No, that's too soon. But that's his fucking name, you know? Right, 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 right enough. Cheech yeah, is no, no. his nickname. I don't know. Ar- Arnie's good. Everyone loves Arnie. Arnie's good. Yeah. yeah good guy. Um, I really hate Callum Wilson. Just a quick, oh, quick shout for that. He's been so bad for you, dude. Yeah. Holy I'm shit. Waiting, I'm for waiting you and for everyone. Him to get, I'm waiting for him to get dropped so I can get rid of him. Plumstoke uh, at Huddersfield home, Newcastle not returning is a nightmare. He will not start all three of those games. No, he already, that that, those are his last three is what I'm saying. And oh, okay. he blanked in all three. And then yeah, I mean, upcoming is at Leicester home Spurs. Home West Brom, yeah. I might get rid of him next week. I'm probably going to save this week, but he's, I just, I mean, I buy him for the good games like Stoke, yeah. Huddersfield, Newcastle, and he's 2-2-2. Two, two, two. It's just such a disaster. Transfers in, such a disaster for me this year. Anything else you want to go on? Um, FM Slickback says it's time to bring Dilva back. We haven't talked about Dilva. Oh, in a long time. dude, I'm so glad of whoever Slickback is. Yes, I think it is definitely time to bring Dilva yeah. back. And I was actually looking at him instead of Mares this week, but I just didn't feel like it was a good enough like time. But yeah, I mean he's under eight now, and we have Dino's out so they he's not going to be able to rotate in central midfield as much i think gundo's going to have to play every game gundo also an interesting shout until i mean we don't know what the deal is with fernandinho like the initial oh, diagnosis or even like was, yaya or something <laughs> yeah i mean we don't know i mean I, it feels like gundo's going to be absolutely nailed in the team if fernandinho's out because he's the only one that can really do that kind of a job. Yeah, the only I, concern is that if he's playing in the Dino role, he's not going to be able to get into the box as much with late runs like he does when he deputizes for, uh, for David Dilba. Silva. Yeah, but I mean he's really cheap. But but yeah, no, I think David Silva is definitely going to start getting some points, and he's in no teams, and I think he's a really good differential. Really I love good. David and Silva his right goal now. was so sexy. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Lo- I think it's de- this is the time to bring him, and I think 100%. yeah, when he's completely under the radar again, hundred yeah, like, like when we had him earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he's a really, really shout. good pick. Right absolutely now. love that shout. Um, Rydell on Slack wants to know: In what scenario do you not use the free hit chip in game week thirty-one? Didn't we talk about that last week? I don't even want to fucking get myself. In. I'm gonna have a seizure if I start thinking about <laughs> the game weeks again. I mean, I think <laughs> like, it's simple. You don't use the free it. hit in 31 if you 
already have a bunch of guys who are playing in 31, right? Yeah, I, I guess. I, like, I don't if you have, like, anymore. eight guys in your shitty-ass team who are playing gaming 31, then there's no reason yeah, to no, use the free hit to get three additional players, you know? Yeah, but no one, no one has that. Some people have it, dude. Some people have, like, six or seven. Like, all of their, like, bad defenders have, like, Walcott, are on gaming 31 Shakiri, teams. three Liverpool, a West yeah, Brom defender. Exactly, yeah. How fucking awful are Everton, by the way? It's so fucking hilarious to me that they've been so bad all season and everyone keeps buying their players because they have one game in 31. It's ridiculous. And they just, and they had a little stretch where they were pretty good. And then they just. It's good. It's good. They're they're really bad. The other thing, too, like final takeaway, actual final takeaway, we have to move on. But why? I have have more questions, dude. Where are you going? Fine, fine, fine. I don't know, dude. Enpass keeps yelling at me for trying to prolong the pod to be too long. No, he's long. yelling at you for trying I know, to... Alon! <laughs> you don't get my jokes anymore? I thought we were fucking best friends. Oh, my God. Oh, good. Um, Stoke were really bad against Leicester. Like, they got absolutely boss-dominated. Mostly like, second half. I don't agree. I mean, first half, they weren't just under pressure for 45 minutes, but they didn't do anything in the final Yeah, they didn't they like couldn't do get anything, the ball but they the held Leicester in check. And, yeah, and I mean, sco- holding them in check, goal, you know, so. holding them in check by like, the goal was out of absolutely nothing, but That's holding sad. them in check by like limiting their possession to being in non-threatening areas of the pitch, but they were still getting dominated. They look bad. I would be worried. I mean, Shakiri's great and he's always great, but... I'm a little worried that Stoke are going to start going on a little run of losses. So I would be uh, getting a defender on them seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, I mean, this is going back to the last spot. This is why we're both free hitting. I think. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, want any yeah, of these yeah. fucking teams. Like they're all. Yeah, I'm just horrible. just saying. I'm just. It was just a takeaway because I woke up early to watch. So I'm like, what? I have did. to talk about. You I have did. to talk about it. Yeah, Evans. Right, Evans looks like good. Do we keep the likes of Walcott and King for 31 or get them the fuck out because they're bad? Yeah, and they're really them. bad. They should. Yeah, they're bad. They like, shouldn't be on your team. They're, they fucking yeah. suck. Free hit is the yeah. only time we should own like almost any of these guys that we're gonna own. <laughs> I mean, if you have them right now, you're just so pot committed that you can't. Like, you just have to pray to Jesus Christ that you have points in the next three game weeks because you've made your bed and you have to lay in it. You have other problems in your team probably that you have to deal with. Like I feel like you're just you backed yourself into a corner and you have to hope they return. Yeah. I guess the last thing that I wanted to just talk about was just another just like thought that I had all day. It's just like fucking Firmino, dude. Like yeah, he's good. Like what are we doing without Firmino? It's crazy. Like I'm even considering like Kuhn to Firmino soon. Like He's by far the biggest regret, biggest miss from both of us all season. Well, one thing about it is I had Firmino for like eight game weeks and he did fuck all. He flanked basically all, every game week. All the time. Yeah. Like he was really bad. Yeah. And we're talking like in the game week like six to fifteen region. I think he had one goal in about nine game weeks. Because yeah. I brought him in on my wild card, I, I think in game yeah. week four. And I my my logic the exact same thing, then it does not. It's the exact same thing. It's just that his stats aren't great, he doesn't shoot that much, but he's on a team that scores a lot of goals and he's going to run into them. And when I owned him, he didn't run into fucking dick holes or any glory holes or any such. And then I got rid of him, and then all of a sudden he just starts scoring every single fucking one shot a game. It goes in. So he's expensive now, but I don't know, dude. 9 3, he's. So good. He's just been scoring so many goals. <laughs> I know, and the reason the reason that I've been thinking about him is because like so I and I agreed with you at the time to get rid of him, but like in hindsight, now that we have like a bigger sample size and he's the fucking sixth highest scoring yeah. player in the game, it's like it's like holding Eric's. We just kind of treated him differently because he's a forward and not a mid. And really he's he's just Hazard or Erickson for cheaper. Like if you started the season with him at like what was he eight or eight five, he's a eight two five. million cheaper hazard. Like whenever he returns, he gets fucking bones. Two but or from three game bones. week four to game week fourteen, he had one goal and one assist. That's when I owned him. Yeah. So like, what do you do? What like, do you how do? do you continue to own him? Yeah. And then crazy. he all of a sudden bangs in like a couple double returns. Everyone gets him, and then he continues to just keep scoring on his one yeah, shot. It's just game. crazy. I don't know. He, yeah, he barely shoots. 
But he, but if you compare him to midfielders, he shoots like comparably as much to Kev, Erickson, Sterling, Alexis. Yeah. No, you know, fair. and yep. he creates yep. a ton of chances comparable yep. again to midfielders. He's like yep. up there. He's like tied for sixth yep. or whatever. But in the fo- when you sort by forwards and shots, it's like no, I don't want this guy. You know, because he's a forward and he should be shooting more. But I don't know. I feel like we got duped, and and the blanks did not help because I ha- I had him to start the season. Yeah, it's just the it's, amount of again, points. I mean, I don't want to beat a dead 15 horse, but it's through this week are ridiculous. Yeah, no, but that's it's the same thing as like when I before I bought him, I saw the same things that I see in him now. And then when I owned him, he was still putting up the same stats as he is now. He just wasn't converting his one, maybe two shots a game. And, and scoring his them. teammates weren't converting him for big chances right. created. Yeah. So it's just like I'm now I'm beyond salty. And I can't even consider going back there because I'm devastated. And it's sad. I'm sad about it. I, if he was, I mean, he could have done this run instead of it happening between game week eighteen. <laughs> yeah, and if he did this run when you owned, if he did it between like four and fourteen, I'd be like three k right now because nobody owned Firmino when I bought him. Nobody owned him. Yeah, no one owned him. And now Fuck. he's the fucking most owned forward in the top ten k, and neither of us have him. And he's like my favorite to, player. In you just the league, wanted to fucking in the piss world. Me off. God you wanted to it. piss me off. You did it. Now I'm wound up. Yeah. Well, here we are. Uh, welcome here to FML Field. Okay. Um, all right. You want to go ahead to uh, captain? It's weird talking to captains in our teams when the week's not even over yet, but we got to do it. You know. Yeah, got to do. Gotta Let's do, do captains. Needs must. Needs must. I mean, it's gonna gotta be Mo. I think you got to learn your lesson going on Kane. I mean, the fixture is just as good again. Both home, both bankers. Yep. Huddersfield and Newcastle, and it's just like. Salah is just an unstoppable beast, and Liverpool look great, and Spurs do not look great. If Spurs were only capable of putting one past that Palace team, then I don't think Kane is a captaincy shout. But when that's Salah not fair. Has, like he had fair. two on. massive Mo, chances. Mo does not blank. No, I'm. He I'm, does not blank. I'm not disagreeing with that part. I'm disagreeing with the part that like Spurs were only capable of putting one past Palace. Like Kane scores those nine out of ten times. Like but he, do, how many how many pods would you say this season we've had this conversation about that, Kane and his conversion? Probably like this is twenty straight pods. A lot of pods we have that Kane is not burying his open big chances. Yeah, we Salah does has the same thing, but he finishes the third one or the fourth one. Kane doesn't have six chances like Salah does. He has two or three. I mean, back so to back to more, back double digits for Salah. Yeah, so it's more noticeable when Kane doesn't finish them because he fucking blanks. But it's not it's not a takeaway with Salah because yeah. he gets so many more that he does finish one or two and then he comes in with points. Salah has not blanked like all year. Like he doesn't blank in any games. Oh, no, it's dude. a ridiculous thing. Like Liverpool would have to be playing top four and Spurs playing playing bottom four at this point from now to the end of the season to for me to not it. captain Salah. Yeah, it's like not maybe, a consideration. Like we're at Old Trafford soon. Liverpool at Old Trafford game week thirty. Yeah, and that's then, the only one I would be and like. And Kane is at Bournemouth. Yeah, you know, so there you go. There you go. That's when that's you his next. That's his even next though for me. he's going to score against against United too. Because no, he definitely will score. But I mean, there's not a triple return there. And Spurs, you know, you got to go with upset. They're on Bournemouth. He could get a hat. You don't know. That's it for me. It's just Mo. I don't. I don't think there's. Much I know. It's else like there. It's, it's like boring, but there's really just no one else. Yeah, it's, it feels like we're back to default, like RVP captain, Aguero captain, RVP, Suarez Aguero, captain. Suarez, like, yeah, those, it's those Salah years. captain. If if you don't captain Salah, you have to really see something that you feel confident in, like, oh, this team's so good on the right flank, like they're going to shut him down or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got to be Mo for me. What about, I mean, are you going to stick on Mo? You, you, I've captained Mo so many more times than you. Yeah, I know because I'm try- I'm such a lower rank. I feel like, and I've always I'm always trying to rise. Like I want nothing more than to get the one differential. Like when I was capping Coon and shit, and just try and like fly. But it doesn't even matter because Mo just equals it, and it's just it's a wash every week. Yeah. It's a wash yeah. or a red arrow every week. So yeah, yeah, I mean I'm just on Mo. It's crazy. Kane has shot fifty more times in the season. Yeah, and matter. and he's on pens, and Mo just doesn't fucking matter. Mo's on pens now too, though. Good job by him. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. He's an unstoppable force. 
Oh, I just had flashback to that last Salah pen when I had a captain before he got subbed oh, off. I was thought, I, that was definitely the highest percentage of a heart attack I've had in my entire life. <laughs> like that 30 seconds was peak heart attack potential for oh me. My Absolutely. God. Yeah, getting subbed and taking the pen. And like demanding the pen. Demanding. Like taking pushing it off Millie off the ball and like Ugh. talking back to Hendo and shit. Oh my god, the feels were so feelsy. So mm. what are you looking at for your team transfer-wise? Uh, I mean, it's it's again, it's really weird to talk about before we actually see what happens. But Yeah, we need to know about Laporte and the Glenn. I need to know about it's Laporte. I need more Jones. Jones info. I need to see like what happens with Spurs tomorrow, FA Cup. But... As of now, I, I mean, I, it's hard for me to imagine not using both freeze because I, mean, I have I, so I, many guys that are like maybe not even starters or injured or whatever. Yeah, it's, I don't know how you'll be able to get away with not taking a minus four in a treble hit. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's yeah, you, hard. you have. And the problems. only way I get away with it is if Laporte, if all my city guys start tomorrow and that's fine, and then I can just like deal with just Jones or maybe just Jones and Son. Yeah, yeah, but then it's gonna we're gonna be like Jones late fitness check, and then is he or Smalling gonna play next to Bayi? Like it's gonna be yeah. yeah it's I'm I'm in a bad spot because of all of those reasons. It's just I feel like I'm gonna be like I could go either way on like three or four of the players on my team, which leaves me potential to just like zeros across the board. Yeah, which is very very scary. Yeah. I mean, high I'm, chance that yeah. your transfers net you more negative points. Of life than possible, and I hate that, and that's why I saved last week, and it worked yeah. out fine. And but I can't save for the rest of the season. So. Yeah, no, I mean, that's maybe I'll just special. get rid of fucking Duffy and RLC or something. And just it is fantastic that you still have RLC. You've had him for actual ever. I've had he him probably since, since like I wildcarded. Yeah. since like game week five or something. <laughs> he hasn't played since game week twenty. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, right. I mean, I like him. <laughs> All right, bro. I mean, you got to stay tuned for Lambs because the game's Thursday. Like, we're not going to know until Friday. Yeah, but I'm do. not going to know until like Friday late afternoon. What the fuck I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. What about What about yeah. you? What are you looking at? I'm looking very hard on saving. I really don't have a straight swap that looks great. Um, I'm so happy Wilson- Robbo came through for you. What? I'm so happy Robbo came through for you. Yeah, something nice was nice, but. I mean, Wilson is definitely on a short leash. Um, Smalling's got to go soon, so I might cook up like a triple move. Maybe I mean, Walker, I don't know. Those are the kind of players I'm looking at. I don't think I'm going to do anything with my midfield four of Salah, Mahrez, Sterling, or Mane. But Wilson, Walker, Smalling, those are kind of names. I want to kind of downgrade out of money and defense. So I could save and do a triple move next week. Could be tidy. So we'll see. But it definitely saving looks good for me. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. I mean, someone like Walker, I'm envious that you have him. Like I I still think he's a really good pick. Yeah, he's a good pick, but he has gotten me four points in two weeks since I brought him in. So it's not a good have, pick because he gets pictures. me two points. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah, wow. It. That was uh, here we go. So let me slap some uh Patron asses, the patron anus slaps, our new patrons of the week. We got two. We got Sigvi Rosland, and we got Michael M., who I was just chatting with in Slack just before we started potting. So good job by you guys. Thanks for signing up. Thanks to all our patrons. Any last words? No. Check us out at FMLPL.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLPL. Support us at Patreon.com slash FMLPL. And cheer on.